0: Ports and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Susan Fisher. She is the CEO and co-founder of Body of Nine. Susan, how are you this morning? Excellent.
1: Excited to be here to talk with you.
0: I am so grateful and thankful and honored to have you here with me today to share a little bit about your experience and your story. So thank you so much for making the time. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. So Susan, you have been a lifelong student of professional, or personal, sorry, personal transformation. You have a degree in mathematical economics, an MBA and an MA in finance and international management. You have worked in management consulting, high-tech marketing, finance, but none of these choices or career paths fulfilled you until you found your higher purpose or calling in, I think it was 2002. Can you share a little bit about your journey that led to this discovery for you?
1: Yeah you happy to. I, you know, back in the 1980s, when I was a young woman, <laughs> I followed a path that was laid out for us, which was very much go to the best school you can get into, get the best job you can have, make the most amount of money you possibly can, buy your house, get married, have your kids. So I did that and was very successful at, at that. And I woke up in my mid thirties and realized that somehow, despite doing all of that, I was married to a very sick person and I had three kids and my life had gone absolutely crazy. I had spent nine years at that point, my relationship with my now ex-husband, who was a drug addict, alcoholic, and an abuser. And nine years in a relationship like that suggests that you're a codependent. (laughs) I was like, I didn't even know what a codependent was. Yeah. So I began to dig into like, well, how did I, how did my life go so crazy? How did I go so crazy? When I look back on that time, I'm not even sure how I got through those years. And so I started a journey. I started my journey with Al-Anon. It was the first thing I did went out there and I've, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll do an intervention and I'll try to save this relationship. That's how crazy codependent I was and how manipulated and, and groomed I was. So that went on for another three years. But as that went on, I realized that Al-Anon wasn't going to be enough for me, that it was, you know, okay, it got me out of the hole I was in. It started to teach me about the structures that I was used to living in It revealed the historical family structures that I was raised in, that I was unaware of, because secrecy is always at the center of this kind of a world. Yeah, and my mother had been raised in a similar situation and had created a model of expectation for me in how I perceived and entered into relationship. And because I was so far off base. At that time, and I didn't know, so I began to learn and educate myself. I did everything that was possible and available to me. I became a life coach through the CTI Coach Training Institute, which was way back in the early days of life coaching. And as part of that, I had this experience in their leadership program where I found out my natural number, okay. which I'm, you know, we'll describe what that yeah. is sure, shortly. Yeah. And so once I got to that point, that was the point where who I was was re revealed to me. Okay. And that started the journey of the last twenty years
0: Wow forward
1: to a place of health and joy and love and I feel very grateful to be who I am today.
0: that is one hell of a journey
1: it was hard. I look like I said I, looked, I was a single mom for seven years with no, almost no income because I chose to be with my kids. And that was a big choice because I could yeah. have gone into Silicon Valley and had somebody else continue raising my children and right. I just there was something in me that knew I had to be there for them. And yeah. so we learned how to live poor, which was a really interesting experience for a human who had always lived quite well, actually. Yeah. I've been very fortunate yeah. fortunate to that point. And that, but I raised my kids on food stamps and healthy families and all the support systems that are there for single women. And that was really interesting, too, because i had been raised so in such a fortunate way. How did I get to this point? Yeah. Like the personal story around, you know, to me, this is failure, right? By the way, yeah. I, I had failed. Yeah. By the way, I was defined, I had defined my world. Yeah. And so that was hard. Well,
0: here you are today, much better in a much better place. And I mean, it's all part of our journey in life. And this, the, all of these things shape who we become. So look at you now. I mean, it's incredible. (laughs) You
1: know, uh, yes. Someone recently asked, well, what would you change? I'm like, I can't change anything because I wouldn't be who I am. There you go. Sure. Maybe I would have shortened the period of time I was in that (laughs) relationship, but it was the journey I had to go on. You know, I had to drop into the pit of despair in order to climb my way out and learn to build the skills and the ways of being that are serving me today.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, since you discovered your purpose and found out your own natural number, as you just mentioned, you've dedicated your journey and your work to the study and research of the nine natural numbers. Can you explain exactly what the nine natural numbers are all about? This
1: is based off a essentially a. Potentially rediscovery that okay. there are nine physiologically different kinds of people. We have nine okay. centers in our body. There are three in the head and three in the chest and three in the core. Okay. When you're born, one of those centers, a set of muscles, bones, and fascia are born more active than the other ones. Okay. And that is what we call your natural number. So it's a region of your body where you move. It also creates an activation of your physical senses in terms of how you take in information, how you experience life. It's the lens through which you have your... you create your own life.
0: Interesting. Okay. Now, can you give us a brief overview or bird's eye view of the definition or characteristics that correspond with each of the nine natural numbers?
1: Yes, I can. I'll, I'll go in number <laughs> order just okay. because they not, not physiological order. Yeah. So one is at the base of the throat between okay. the, the chin and the top of the throat, right under the chin. The, and it uses the high glossus muscles. Okay. And ones are really hard to help us know that Sources available for us to help us create in this world. Okay. To bring in new information so that we can express who we are at our most profound level. Two is at the upper abs in the body and two is about engaging for the sake of engaging. I just want to be with you because it is awesome to be with you. Yeah. And no agenda around it. The rest of us need, you know, we need process, we need uh some reason to yeah. be engaging with each other. But two, it's just like I'm gonna be here and adjust to be with you. Three is at the top of the sternum, a little spot called the manubrium, is where this movement is centered. They kind of rotate their shoulders around that spot. It's very interesting kind of movement. And they're here to listen recognize and champion they feed our soul's light into the universal field so we can be manifested and basically they smile and give us joy
0: (laughs) (laughs) simply put put, amazing yeah Yeah. and then
1: four which is your natural number you create intimate connection. Uh, you know who needs to be connected to who, and you know what it, how to help us be our most authentic self. So how do we tap into who we truly are at the deepest of levels? Five, which is my husband, Martin, is about context, understanding, clarity, making intuitive leaps to know more than we know, to know that everything is interconnected, everything needs to be congruent, and everything at some point is ultimately knowable. And then six, which is my natural number, is about what direction are we going to go? What's the next step? What's most alive? That's the center of the sternum on the chest. And six is feel energy and they respond and they synthesize and then they know what's coming. Seven is the forehead. Seven is about our potential. How do we achieve our potential by staying open to any possibility and rid ourselves of the things that are holding us back? Eight is on the low back at the sacrum and, and... Eight is, when we talk about grounding, we're talking about eight. Okay. Eight truly grounds to the earth and pulls the power into the body from the earth. And they know how to manifest and to create with safety and build relationship through trust. And they know who needs to be involved to create things with integrity. So it is time to manifest that. And the, the energy of eight is needs to be there. And then nine is on the spine between the shoulder blades. And nines know that we're, all one. And they know that in a physiological, spiritual sense that our back is at some level of the fulcrum for our, our impact of the universe. And that everything that we do, you know, just a little tiny movement, you know, if you point, you think about a fulcrum point you or a balance point, and, and something is rotating on the top of that balance point out of the edges, it really moves a lot. Yeah. So nines understand how just a small action has a huge ripple effect. It's they help us to know who needs to be involved, what should be worked on, okay. what's going to work, and how are things going to go awry so that we can do the most with the least amount of effort and the most amount of, of impact.
0: Incredible. So does every human being identify with or have their own natural number?
1: I do believe so. I haven't met every human being or no. I identified, but the evidence shows and we've worked with over 8,000 people.
0: Wow, 8,000 people. Holy yes. shit.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a real sample size. This is, you know, yeah. this is real empirical data. Yeah. And we've worked with, Forty-eight nationalities, okay. maybe even more now, because I haven't I haven't tallied in a while. From all races, uh, we have worked with people with disabilities, mental illnesses. Everybody seems to have a natural number.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So how does someone find out or identify what their natural number is? What is the process for figuring that out for each person?
1: Well, right now you get on a zoom call with my husband, Martin and I, (laughs) and we look at your body and based off of our, you know, learning our, we're, we're keen observers and what we've been doing for the last, since 2012, when we first went to Burning Man and started doing this work in person with large numbers of people, we observed the specificity of the physicality. And so I learned what were the micro movements, what's the muscular hold in the face, what's the quality of the eye, and all of these things have to be there. We're working, hopefully, on a solution that will help our students. We have a a new program in place, and we're working on an app to supplement their work with their students. Okay. So ultimately, I'm hoping that you'll be able to, you know, at least work with a coach and the app to get identified. But it's, it's tricky. And so far, the only detector that we have is the human being. Yeah, we have trained about eight or 10 people to identify natural numbers. And we trained ourselves as well. So it's anybody can learn this. Okay, but you have to know what you're looking for. And and you have to actually learn to activate all nine energies in your body in order to do it.
0: Ah, Okay, Okay. interesting. Yeah, wrinkle. Yeah, for sure. Why would someone want to know or identify their natural number? What benefits would that provide for a person?
1: Well, most people come because they want to know something more about themselves. And, you know, I think we're all constantly wanting to know ourselves better. And some people come because there's something going on in their lives that they're unhappy. They know there's more and they come to find out more about themselves. The act of identification is the start of the process. Once you have the connection between, it's sort of the the alignment of your body, mind, soul that happens when you get identified. I don't know why, I can't tell you any of the whys of this, just some of the hows. And so you get identified and then all of a sudden your life starts to change. And people come back to us and tell us story after story about, well, what's the matter of my natural number? I couldn't stay in that job or I had to leave that relationship or, or all of a sudden I got so much more productive or i got happier yeah. and i think happier is probably the most consistent thing is when you are acknowledged and recognized at this fundamental level this is your nature you were born yeah. to be this and then nurture layers on top and when you've got that nurturing layer on top it takes you away from the core values of yeah. and the core way of being that's fundamentally easy for you so that recovery of yourself which is what happened for me i was like oh my god Everything in my life up to that point had said, "Susan, be quiet, slow down, and don't be so damn powerful." <laughs> and I got given back permission to be as loud as I want, as fast as I want, and as powerful as I want, because that is what I'm here to be. I have a job. If I, you know, six moves the world forward, if you're not a powerful person, you can't move anything. That's right.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, and
1: so you know, to reown that, to come back to that, to, you know, and I had experiences when I was a young woman, when I had a sense of significance and importance that I was going to play in the world. And I lost that for a good 20 years and through understanding my natural number, I found it again. And now, as I evolve, I have evolved so much in the last 20 years from being this very, very broken, very, just, I don't even know what the word for it is, but, to, to a person who was not functioning as a human to this, you know, spiritual leader and teacher. And that's been really fun to, to sure. make this transition.
0: I'm sure. Um,
1: so going back to the why, the why is you don't actually know right now, but mm-hmm. you will change in ways that are absolutely unanticipatable for me. I, you-, you know, I've been a student of these systems, you know, Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, and Graham, all these, I was a searcher myself. Yeah. When I found this, I was like, Oh, okay. It makes sense. It gives a context for everything to be true. Yeah. And yet for me to be unique.
0: Have you found with the people that you've worked with that they have already found their purpose or their mission in life? And this just kind of further propels them into that journey? Or has it been the opposite where a lot of the people don't know where they're going? They're kind of lost. And this Finding this natural number, identifying their natural number helps propel them into their purpose.
1: I would say it's all over the board.
0: Yeah. You know, okay.
1: because people come to us in strange ways. And, the, and most yeah. of the time when they end up in front of Martin and I, they don't even know how they got there. They just right. did. Because we're so early. We're, you know, this is for early adopters at this yeah. point. This is for the people that truly are out there pioneering in their in their field. Okay. So they end up here. And can be anything all, along that whole spectrum from yeah. you know, it traumatized to amazingly healthy. And the impact is really centered around getting your biological purpose back. So you may have found a big P and we call it the little P and the big P, yeah. although, yeah. you know, it's pretty damn big P that <laughs> <Yeah. P. laughs> it's like, what was the purpose of my body and me here on this earth around my nature yeah. versus around my decisions and choices that come over time you know so right. i have chosen my big p is to get body of nine out into the world yeah my little p is to be the most powerful and in the moment six i can be right and and they go hand in hand
0: right okay Yeah, you say that the experience of identifying and supporting a person's first experience with their natural number is a very special and transformative one what is it that makes this experience so transformative and special for people
1: well it's Because you get acknowledged at the level of your nature, sometimes for the very first time, natural number does not repeat in family. What this means is your mother and father and sisters and brothers, unless there are more than nine of you, are not the same.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So they don't take in information the way you do. They don't care about what you care about. They do not understand you at a physiological level. What happens is we get raised through the lens of these other people and our behavior and our way of being is evaluated constantly through those lenses. And so we start to question who we are. When I acknowledge back to you this fundamental body-based purpose, all of a sudden you get permission to be you in a way that you have never had permission So for some, it's an acknowledgement for some, it's it's an awakening for some, it's, it's some people, you know, have have lived into their purpose and have been lucky in their life. And it's just a, Oh, great. Thanks. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So there has never been a case that you have seen in the people that you've worked with where one natural number, like, let's say me, we're just talking about me. So never have you come across an an instance where I'm a four, no one in my family, or it's not possible for anyone else in my family to be a four Unless you have
1: more than nine people.
0: Right. Okay. But I I mean, I just had a conversation with someone and she was saying that she was very connected and so in tune with her mother that she said at times where she'd be going through something, her mother would pick up on that and call her out of the blue and just know. So Well, we are
1: absolutely energetically connected. That is very different than how we perceive the world, how we respond, what we care about, what our values are. Right. So absolutely. You know, We're all part. And this is what nines teach us, that we're all interconnected. You know, it could be that your friend was a nine or her mother was nine. They're even more so. I mean, I hear story yeah. after story from nines saying, uh, oh, but that happens to all of us. You know, I was just yeah. thinking about you and somebody calls. Right. Mm-hmm. It's we're connected. That's the energetic, universal yeah. energetic field. That's just there. But, um, they, but would
0: not, they would not they would not be the same number. They would not be the same natural number, though. Okay. Just curious about that. Absolutely not. All right. No. So what is it about this work and helping people to discover their natural number, Susan, that lights you up and inspires you so much? Why do you love this so much in doing this work?
1: Well, in the largest cosmic sense, I see that it has evolutionary possibility for us as human beings. There's so much misunderstanding in the world and it's the small everyday root of all of our issues, Right. Because we're not acknowledged, we're not understood, and we're not honored for who we are. And it turns out what I have witnessed with this work is when all nine come together, which is very rare out in the world, unless you have just a lot of people, when all nine come together, there's an ease, there's a wholeness, there's a relaxation, there's a, like all the jobs are being done. And so for me, at the biggest level, it's a possibility for peace in our world. It's a possibility for understanding and tolerance that we don't have today. Because it does give a context for all of the religions to be true, all of the ways of being, all of the cultures, all of the nurture that lays on top of us is all true within this context. So you can have all the inconsistencies and paradoxes that we live with. Yeah, because nine is complex. It's a complex system. I wish it wasn't nine. It's a pain in the neck. Right about <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> but at least you found your and you love doing it. You love. Helping I do, people identify and I, I get
1: to see people, people ask me all, all the time, you know, don't you take on people's bad energy? I'm like, actually no, because this is the place where everybody is everybody is perfect, everybody is beautiful. And so what I get to do is I get to see the very best part of you without any of your crap. And so I don't <laughs> know people. I don't know people, I don't know where they came from, I don't know what their family history is like, I don't know anything, but I know about them yeah. at this powerful level and the beauty of acknowledging people it's like oh and because i've learned to activate all nine in my body i'm able to be with you more effectively like I'm, right i can really feel my four being so active being here with you in this amazing yeah. connection so it, it makes it richer and deeper because you're here and it makes me feel like oh this is so good i'm so glad i'm here with brad because. This is important, and Brad is acknowledging that within me, that power within me, and yeah. it's just beautiful. It feels I,
0: great. It, it, it's funny because talking about all of this, and you and I were in a meeting last week together with a bunch of other people, and I found it very interesting that you had said when I when I finally got into the meeting that oh, we needed your energy your four here in this meeting to help. I, I can't remember the wording you used, but just it was needed. I was needed to be there at that specific time. And I think there was someone else coming in at the same time as me to that meeting as well. They were a different number and you just needed the both of us to be there, even though we're, I was only there for a very short time. But yeah. I just found it very interesting that you had said that the timing couldn't have been better. We needed your energy in this meeting at this particular time.
1: It was the meeting was very squirrely, you know. The the leader (laughs) of the meeting had to come on, and she was in a place. She's seven, and she was exhorting us all to be the most amazing person and to 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 stop wasting our time. Yeah, and to you know show up. And so everybody was like, "Oh my God, I've got to show up." What does does that mean, you know? So we were all in, and we were missing two. We were missing four and five, and four and five are both calming energies, okay, in, in different ways. And so when the two of you came on the call, the energy level just went, oh, yeah. we're okay now. <laughs> and that's the impact we have. And, and, and as a four, so you never know what it's like to be in the world without four energy because you're yeah. always there when you're there. Right. Right? You can't right. not be there. Yeah. So You've never experienced life without four, right. ever, which is you know a silly thing to say on one hand, but on the other hand, that's so profound.
0: Yeah, you don't want to sure. know
1: what it's like. So you don't know your impact.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: because it's always there, so you don't miss the lack of that impact.
0: Right. So at that meeting, then was there one of each number at least in Once that? Once you guys
1: came on, uh huh, there was at least one of every number.
0: And and you had just said just previously that when all nine numbers come together, it's an incredibly powerful thing. So that's pretty. That's that's, that's amazing. <laughs> that is it was. It was phenomenal. cool. It was, a,
1: it was a great experience for all of the people that were on that call. The reason they, I knew all their natural numbers is we're uh, writing a book with Adriana yeah. where we've identified everybody. And right. the context of Body of Nine is laid out. So each person is a paragraph that describes how they're showing what their natural number's purpose is in the chapter that they've written. So I knew everybody's number. Yeah. And it was an amazing opportunity to get to show them the impact of yeah. no nine and then all nine. It was it was a cool moment.
0: That's phenomenal. <laughs> Now, you also say that the body of nine shows up in so many aspects of human understanding and consciousness. Can you speak a little bit about that?
1: Well, it was a very interesting experience to identify and then read 25 chapters. So there's at least three of every natural number, except six, but I know that one pretty well. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Reading them and seeing the consistency of how they brought their wisdom forward. All three ones talked about creativity as the source of healing and growth and knowing yourself. Right. All the twos talked about how important knowing yourself and engagement through others is. I mean, this is so fundamental. Yeah, we can't get away from it. But when we bring consciousness to it, it's truly transformational. You know, for you as the host of this show, the more you stay in your connected with yourself and you're activated, for the deeper and the richer your conversations get. Yeah. And then you bring that deep richness to the world around you. And it's what makes your, you know, we're all super attracted by your podcast because of you. <laughs> so <laughs> this stuff's so fundamental yeah. and so powerful and it's everywhere. It is literally everywhere. And once you start to see it, you're like, how can we as humanity miss this? And my, my how theory, did, yeah, on how is did I not just, see
0: this? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> You know, I didn't see it before either. So I have two theories. One is nine is complex and we are rarely together with people of our natural number. So you, you've never been in a room with 34s. It's an experience to be in a room with 30 people of your same natural number. When that happens, you go, Oh my God, they are all like me. (laughs) They are all like you. And so it's just, we don't have that happen. So we never get to see it. This nine is very diverse, you know? And then you lay culture on top of the natural number But, you know, how you see somebody, you say, oh, you look just like my friend, so-and-so. Yeah. Well, if you share, you know, physiological, you know, coloring and race and those kinds of things, you're the same age and you're the same natural number, you will look a lot alike.
0: Huh, that's that's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Because
1: the way of moving, you know, the way of holding muscles in your face. The structures, I mean, for example, threes are all really narrow and lean and straight. Okay. And they have long faces, round eyes, and smiles that go up into the eyes. And every three in the world's got that. To me, mm. in some ways, they're almost the easiest to see out in the world because of their incredible smiles. Yeah. And and what comes with the smile is the joy. And if you don't feel the joy from the smile from somebody, they're probably not a three. Or they're <laughs> really sad. Go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So, you know, the, like I said, the stuff's all around us, but but because it's so complex and we don't know, nobody's ever told you about it. If nobody's ever told you about it, you have a fundamental assumption that we're either all the same, we're all yeah. humans, yeah, or we're all completely different because none of us have had the same nurture.
0: Right. Now, but it turns
1: out there's these categories and it's not that, about buckets. It, this is not about putting you in a bucket. This is about saying, this is how your physiology is informing you. Take it and be the gift that you are meant to be, because this is the magic of
0: you. That is so powerful. So powerful. I think it's incredible. You've been working on sharing this and bringing this discovery to the world through speaking at events, conferences, festivals, etc how has this knowledge and information been received by the people you're sharing it with? And has everyone been fairly open to receiving and learning about it? Has there been much resistance I wish. from people? Okay.
1: <laughs> I wish, you know, we have for many, you know, people describe it as woo. This is yeah. not woo. woo. Okay. It really yeah. isn't. This is a reality of your physical nature right. that connects into your spiritual nature. If you don't want to talk about your spiritual nature, we can just talk about your physical, Yeah. but it fuses them. So they come together in a new way. And, you know, Simon Martin always uses the example about how radio waves were undetectable until somebody figured out that you can use a crystal to detect a radio wave. All of a sudden something that was woo-woo became real right now. The only detector in the world is me, Martin and eight other people that I know that could do this, but you know, we're we've figured out how to teach people to be detectors of this. So there's a possibility and the other piece, the reason I think that it's harder is because you do have to learn to activate all of your entire body in order to actually truly be with someone and to feel their natural numbness. When I'm with you, I, I feel my form, my body, because it just starts to happen. Whereas other people, I've no consciousness around that. They're not trying to connect with you using their low abdomen, but it just starts to happen for me because my body is so tuned to people Right. because I can activate all mine. And that's how I know when I'm right or not, when I'm identifying somebody. Otherwise, it's an intellectual exercise. And that's why the Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and personality systems only work about, you know, 40% of the time.
0: Right, right. So has it been met with more resistance than positivity and acceptance in your experiences then?
1: Everybody who has the experience uh-huh. comes up and saying, oh my God, unless I get them wrong. Then they right. don't like me and they don't like what we're doing.
0: So how would you but, get, so how would that happen then? If you get, how, like, does that happen often? Do you get someone's not number? Not very off? often. Okay. In the beginning,
1: you know, I, 85% of the time I was right when I first started okay. 10 years ago. Yeah. Now I would say I'm about 99%. And Martin and okay. I always do this together. Right. So there's a cross check. and We yeah. both have to be 100% happy before we tell you what your natural number is. Okay. And that's what we're working on with the handheld app is a cross check for people. If we right. don't have a partner to help you. Because if you tell somebody the wrong natural number, in fact, my mother was identified by the people I learned this from, she was identified as an eight, but she's a one. Oh. And so she spent 10 years not liking being an eight, not understanding it and very resistant to this work. 10 years in, when I started to get better at doing this, I, I realized that she wasn't an eight and then she had been misidentified. And so I had to reframe her whole interpretation of this system into one that made sense for her and her body and now she's one of my biggest supporters she loves that she's a one and she's taught me so much about what it means to be a one because she's really embraced herself because this was there all along she was just trying to put it in a a framework that didn't work for her and that's why when we're working with people and we describe the natural number unless we see you become extraordinarily happy we keep working if you're unhappy I have not seen you Okay. Once you're happy, I know I'm right.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay. Okay. Now you help identify people, uh, help people identify their natural number. So once people identify... With their natural number, what's next for them? Is there more work they can do with you? Programs, etc. Like, what type of work can they do, and how does it benefit them doing more work with this?
1: Well, the body of nine, the start is the assessment of your natural number. From there, you can learn physically to activate it consciously. Mm -hmm. So it's done through postural adjustment, a simple postural adjustment, and there's a different one for each of the natural numbers. So that's the first thing, and most people start. By reading our book, we have two books that help you understand what this is and how do you apply it. So for the readers out there, you know, Amazon.com, Body of Nine, look it up and you'll find our books. So that is that self-study. And usually it takes three to six months for a person to, if they pay attention and they're interested, to really get a handle on how amazing they are and how this applies in their life. Because you've got to spend some time weeding through what's nature and what's nurtured, right? And once you understand the nature part, you can start to nurture the nature and all of a sudden you burgeon in your life. And uh-huh. we've seen that take anywhere from six months, well, to to years. And it's, it's, it depends on your personal journey. Yeah. Where are you in your own personal development? What are you needing? What's going on for you? How much impetus for change is there? But for those who are, you know, those early adopters who are called, as a result of feeling the importance of this work, we have a partner program and we have a certification program. So our partner program is designed for coaches and holistic practitioners who want to get all their clients identified and integrate this work into their coaching. So they get their client identified and then they, they add that to all of their coaching tools. Then we have our certification program, which is for people that want to learn to activate all nine energies in their body. And anybody can do that. You don't have to be a coach or a holistic practitioner. Right. We have all kinds of Program. Okay, but usually it's for people that want to t- help get this information out into the world because they got in their body how important this was to not know this is to go through life blind when you could be sighted
0: Okay. So the first thing obviously is to work with you and Martin to get their number identified. Then probably the next step is to pick up the book and learn more about your number and what it's all about and what it means to you and all of that. And then move into program. If you so decide you want to work further in this and learn more about it, then to start to work with you in terms of whether you're, if you're a coach, you go that route. If you're not, you can go the certification on how to activate your nine natural yes, numbers you know,
1: that, that's also designed for coaches so they right. get better at what they're doing yes with their clients, absolutely right? of
0: course of course uh, for someone who's not a coach or not yes, in that world you can do both yeah. yeah okay okay you
1: can refer you don't have to be a coach refer we have i have a referral partner she's just a mom in new york city and just yeah. trying to get her whole world identified when you have more people in your world identified it starts to explain the interactions so yeah. in family this is incredibly powerful yeah But going back to your other question, we also have a YouTube channel. Okay. And we do a show called What If Wednesday every Wednesday. And it's a little half hour on what if Susan and Martin learned this week about <laughs> Body of Nine and how you apply it. And so it's just Susan and Martin having a conversation okay. about this work. And there's a whole, you know, we've been doing it for years. I've got like 50 episodes. Oh, we're wow. loading them up onto YouTube. Now we did it on a subscription service and now we're on YouTube. So you can go okay. to YouTube and find Body of Nine there and subscribe. And we have lots of resources there if you're a video person.
0: Now, I know you've been doing a lot of work lately with a good friend of both of ours, Adriana and the authors that she brings on board and works with in helping the authors discover and identify their natural number. Is this work with the authors beneficial to them in any specific way in terms of does it help them to create and craft better when they're writing and and create more meaningful work when they're writing or things like that?
1: Well, this was the first experiment that we did with Adriana on the first book. It just kind of it came organically. She invited us to be, to write a chapter. for book, And then I said, well, Adrienne, suppose we better be identified. And then suppose I wrote an intro and just it was serendipitous more than anything. But as I said, when I was doing it, it was, it really struck me how consistently people are giving their messages, whether they realize it or not, you know, in that one paragraph where they summarize what this means, you know, what their journey meant, their, their sacred redesign experience. It always comes down to them explaining their natural number and they don't even know it. (laughs) The next book we're going to do, The Younger Self Letters, we're going to do that much the identification much earlier in the process and we're going to give them some support about what it means and uh, have them actually use the activation of their natural number to write their chapter. So we'll have a a nice experiment there. It's like, well, how impactful was it in the first book and how impactful is it in the second book? So yeah, I think it's pretty exciting.
0: That is very exciting. So how does the body of nine or nine natural numbers differ? I know you've mentioned this a few times now, Enneagrams. How do they differ from one another?
1: I think that most of the personality systems as well as body of nine come from this reality that there are nine physiologically different kinds of people. So they're all rooted in that nine.
0: They're all rooted in that nine, that number nine.
1: I think so. Even if there's four or seven, you know, there are still nine. We haven't found more and we haven't found less. Okay. The fundamental difference between body of nine and any of the personality systems is it's based off your body. It's based off the physiological presentation of your body and the energetic signature. So it's pretty accurate. And what we did to build our understanding is we started with the body and then we asked people lots and lots of questions based off of them already being grouped by their body. Then we distilled very specific language and descriptions because it turns out we use language very differently depending on the same word means something very different like intuition. There's nine versions of intuition as it turns out. So those descriptions are designed specifically for each of the natural numbers, whereas in the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs, they ask a lot of people a lot of questions. Then they group the answers to the questions in order to identify how you fit into that. The challenge there is when we answer questions, we often answer questions with our beautiful mind to say, oh, well, my mother would probably want me to answer it this way. And "Ah." we very rarely know ourselves and we're very rarely honest with ourselves when we're answering those questions. And then they ask the same question 17 ways to try to get you to be at least consistent. And we may or may not. Like I have never tested out as a six on the Enneagram ever. And yet that is clearly who I am. The other challenge with systems like the Enneagram is if you get enough people that are misclassified, you get all of this mess around the edges. So the things <laughs> like the wings and the, you know, it's in there to make sense, I think, of the fact that they've got other people that aren't actually that number that think they're that number. And so they're trying to accommodate that. And so right. it's evolved with so many people over so many years. And also it started out as a personality model and was based off pathologies, you know, things that are wrong with us. Yeah. Which is one way to identify your natural number. We don't do that. We focus purely on the physiology and the positivity. But, you know, you can come from that direction. But then if you do any work on yourself, you get healthy. The pathologies no longer describe you. And then you get like me, which I am undescribable on the Enneagram because of that.
0: Very interesting. Okay. So it's your
1: nurture versus your nature.
0: Uh, Yeah. I've been thinking about that lately because I've seen a lot of this talk about Enneagrams come up in the last little while. So I was just curious. It's very
1: popular. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My goal is to get body of nine more popular than the Enneagram
0: there. And <laughs> I'm sure I have no doubt you will do that, Susan, between you and Martin and everyone else you bring into this world and make aware and help identify. I have no doubt that you'll reach that. No awesome. Doubt. I, I will take <laughs> that I be- into I my in you. and yes. say, yes, we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we, you in know, you.
1: It's, it's a pretty cool thing in life. You know, when I hit 60, I was like, oh, wow. If I'm lucky, I'll have two to three decades left. If I'm really lucky, right? I'm going to stay healthy. I stay, you know, and if I'm really, really lucky, I'll get another 60 years out of this. But, you know, we'll see. But a minimum. And so Martin and I sat down and said, oh, okay, we are ready. This is it. There's nothing else that we're going to do for the rest of our lives, and that's a kind of a cool place to that be. That is,
0: that's a to very have cool your place. entire
1: life force energy dedicated to something that you think actually makes a difference and matters. I feel so lucky to have this in my life.
0: Well, that's it, right? Finding your purpose in life and having that purpose create an impact on people there is no better feeling in the world. Honestly, I, cause I wholeheartedly with every fiber of my being believe I've found my purpose. And that is this platform that I think I it's
1: awesome. What you're doing. I 100% Thank support you, you Brad. That. You know, we I had that conversation that. a little yeah. while back. It's like, this is what you're really good at. Keep doing this. You Thank know? you.
0: But <laughs> yeah, I don't mean, it's distracted. <laughs> no, absolutely. But to know, because, I mean, I don't know, I think about this a lot. The fact that there are so many people out there who never do find their purpose, that makes me really sad inside to think yeah, that yeah. there are so many people that go through life and just go to that job they hate. And, you know, they, it's really sad. So, so for me, to be able to have found, and for you, to be able to have found your purpose is incredible in itself, first of all. Secondarily, to have that purpose, the work that you're doing, create such impact in the world and give back to people that's like winning the lottery twice it is one of the most incredible feelings in the world
1: it is and it, it's what keeps me going you know martin and i have taken everything we've earned and all of our entire energy for the last 20 years for me you know and I sacrificed an awful lot in order to keep this work growing yeah because we know that we don't own this work we're stewards for this work. right right we are the custodians of this knowledge and yeah we hold that with a lot of responsibility because it could be used for control. It could be used. In fact, I think it has been, frankly, but <laughs> yeah. we will not go there.
0: <laughs> That's a whole other podcast episode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's incredible. It truly is. It feels so amazing to be able to do this and to give back. And it's it's just, to me, it's, it's incredible. Truly. It really well, is. Well, I'm
1: super grateful for it. And every day I wake up and I remind myself. <laughs>
0: yeah well i think <laughs> i have
1: to do the seven tasks i don't want to do that day because <laughs> i get i get fed by being with people now yeah and it is like i said i get to see the most beautiful part and honor who people are at the level that and they're just so grateful yeah. to be held like that
0: yeah i honestly think it trumps money hands down that yes we need mo- of course we need money to survive and all of that but finding that purpose and having impact with that, per- that trumps money every time, hands down.
1: Well, and I truly believe if you're doing what you came here to do as a human being, the universe will give you what you need. To yes,
0: do it. absolutely. 100%.
1: And if that's money, if you need money to do that, you'll get the money to do yeah. that. If you don't yeah. need the money, no big deal, right?
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Susan, to date, what would you say is your biggest hire, your greatest win?
1: Well, I I think it's exactly what you described there, Brad, which is I get to live into my purpose and I get to have a really big purpose. And I... Just recognizing that and being brave enough to keep going every day with it, I think is yeah. my biggest win.
0: What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful?
1: Well, it's certainly my sixth. <laughs> 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 so, as a six, I, it is a really fun, all the natural numbers are amazing, okay, in terms of what you can do and how you, how you impact the world around you. Being a six, you get to experience the aliveness of the energy in the present. Moment. Sixes don't have to work to be present. We don't meditate generally, for example. I only had to do that if my head is spinning. But if I just lift and expand my chest and I sit here in this moment, this is where I know the truth. This is where I know the messages. This is how I can identify your natural number because I can be with you and I can feel into who you are. And I can say, wow, you are this beautiful, deep, rich human. I know this, this this is for, you know, and I can do that with, with you. And because of how my body is equipped. That's what makes me so powerful. And the other piece of it of having learned to do the other eight because I can be here as a six and still be with you as a four. Otherwise we could be going like, you know, really <laughs> missing each other. I could get going at such a speed because sixes are very fast. Okay. And so you help me stay with myself and to stay with you. We it's balance
0: cool. each other out. Uh-huh. Very cool. So speaking of success, Susan, how do you define the word success? What does that word mean to you?
1: I have my big P success, which is that enough people know about body of nine before I die or can't do this work anymore. Hopefully those will be simultaneous. (laughs) 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 That would be sad to me not to get the work out into the world before my husband and I become unable to, to, to get it out there. Yeah. And that's why we're we have a sense of urgency around the work we're doing now. It's like yeah. we, 20, we know we got a good twenty years. Yeah. But twenty years goes by in a blink of an eye. It does. So
0: okay. I have
1: that perspective now. And I and I see my mother, my mother lives with me and she's in her eighties. And I was like, Oh yeah, you do slow down in your eighties. It's very clear to me. So I was like, okay. <laughs>
0: We better get this out there. We better, better get, this get this work this out there. going. Can you share a situation that's occurred in your life that you feel provides insight as to your character, who Susan is?
1: Well, I'll tell the story of my first spiritual realization. So okay. I, I was really mad at my sister one day. I was about 12 years old. And she took my seat for watching the one TV show. I was, this was in Belgium in the 1970s. And they only had like three TV shows <laughs> on in English <the> <laughs> a week. So it was a big deal when we got to yeah. watch Nash. And so she took my seat, which was the best seat. And I was just really mad. I was like, give me my seat back. And she wouldn't. So I punched her really hard. <laughs> I got really mad. But my mother was sitting right there. So she sends me to my room. So how could you do this, right? So here I am. I'm like, oh. I get out of my, we had a monsard roof with a, with a a gutter. And I got out there in the gutter. And it was a, a night I, like I had never seen. Yeah, Stars just everywhere. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh, trying to make sense of what I did and why did I do that? You know, why did I punch my sweet little sister so hard? She's a four like you, Brad. So yeah, well, of course you you bring out the inconsistencies (laughs) in us. So we often act out around you and, and sometimes you'll take a punch because of it. (laughs) (laughs) But I got all of a sudden I heard I was having a conversation with some universal level Energy and the energy said to me that Susan, you have a greater purpose. You have to learn to use this power for good, and you must master this power in order to have the impact that you're going to have because you have something important to do. And Mm -hmm. at that moment, that was the moment I knew, but then I lost it because I didn't know. If I'd known I was a six in that moment, I would have had a context, I would have understood, I could have explored that more, I could have looked for that connection in my way. You know, because it was in the energy. I was just being in the energy of the universe. And how often do you get to be in a situation yeah. like that? Yeah. Not often Very enough, true. where there Very was true. nothing interfering with my connection with the universal energy. Yeah, and that's what I'm here to feel is universal energy into to 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 guide and and create within that. And yeah. so that moment was the moment that I knew and found my personal power. I lost it again. And then I refound it later when I got my natural number activated. Right. So, yeah.
0: What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before you learned it? And what was your life like after learning it?
1: Well, that's obvious, isn't it? <laughs> when I learned <laughs> yeah. I was a natural number six. <laughs> so before I found out, I was invalidated for my power. I was asked to slow down. I was asked to be quiet. I was made, especially with men in the work environment, they constantly picked at me and second guessed me and made me wrong. And yet I knew I was right. And it was this, so I had lost my compass for who I was. My ex-husband had done that. The men I had worked with had done that. It was just, I was this shell of who I was supposed to be. And I didn't know what to do. And I was anxious. I had a pit of anxiety in my stomach. I wanted to throw up all the time. I just was so sick, nauseous. And the anxiety that was driving my actions was just like, it was like wearing a cloak of iron over my body all the time. And yeah. I just was so collapsed. But when I learned all I have to do is expand my chest, I found how I could Find the truth in the moment and do my job and not listen to those voices of other people who said, Susan, you're not enough or you're too much or whatever they said. And that journey back to finding me has been so much fun.
0: Beautiful. What do you feel um, most grateful for in your life?
1: That I get to see people at the level of their soul, at their beauty. And you know, it is just a, a, an amazing thing. And of course, I'm grateful for my daughters. They're just beautiful humans. Love them, love them, love, love them. <laughs> and I love my I'll husband look at their and my partner and my sister. You know, and oh. I, I have a tiny family, really, but I just, and I love my family tremendously. I think that's one thing I did get from the learning about being a, a six is I'm here to love, love people. And, and that's what I do. I I, I just love you. Yeah. And when you get to be with me, you get to get my love and I'm going to love you. And that's part of why I think I'm so good at what I do do. it's it like, I just love you. You emanate
0: love. That's it. Yes. <laughs> How would you like to be remembered?
1: As one of the people who, you know, who stood by this knowledge of our, of who we are and got it out in the world and, and gave an opportunity for the world to evolve. You know, it's like, who are you Susan to say something like that? Well, okay. Yeah. I actually want to be world famous someday. Yeah, after I, It's fine if it happens after I die. I don't care when it happens because this is yeah. not about Susan, right? That's This right. is about- This is
0: serving a bigger purpose.
1: Exactly. And so I would like to be attached to that in some way if I need to be. It's, you know, it's not that important to me, but it's, but I know that I have to do it in yeah. order to make that happen, right?
0: Right. What does the word empowerment mean to you?
1: To me, it's knowing how to live from your physiological and spiritual purpose. Understanding how your body informs you and what you can do with that, the gifts that's associated. Uh, It's the most freeing thing that I can offer you.
0: Yeah. Hey, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So the next grouping of questions should just be one, two, three, four word answer type thing. I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it. I have faith in you. I believe in you, Susan.
1: Okay. I'll activate my six.
0: (laughs) There you go. How would you describe yourself in one word? Powerful. If you're writing your autobiography, what would the title be?
1: How did Susan do this?
0: Love it. What is the first thing you notice about a person?
1: Their natural number.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you could teach the world one thing, what would it be?
1: To live freely from your purpose.
0: What's one thing you want, but cannot buy with money?
1: I want everybody to know their natural number.
0: If you could change- Kind of one... like a
1: broken record. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's okay. Hey, these these are your answers. That's all right. Clear, right? Yeah, exactly. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change?
1: I'd give them the knowledge of the natural numbers.
0: That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. (laughs) (laughs) Susan, what is your why?
1: My why is because I truly care. I truly, truly, deeply care about humanity, about people. And I do believe that we all have the the birthright of knowing who we are. And when we know that we can make the world better because we can only change ourselves. Right. But if we don't know who you are, you can't even start. You know, if who you are is not acknowledged and not, Honored, how, how do you get started changing?
0: For sure. What is an unexpected blessing or occurrence in your life that you're grateful for?
1: Well, I certainly didn't expect to marry a drug addict, alcoholic, abuser. That was not a happy time in my life, but if it hadn't happened, I wouldn't be who I am.
0: Very true. I
1: just have deep regrets that it impacted my children as powerful yeah. as it did.
0: If you had the opportunity to sit down and have a one hour conversation with one woman, any woman in the world, who would it be and why?
1: would probably be oprah I, you know i know that's probably a lot of people say that but she's an eight and yeah. if anybody can help me get this work out into the world oprah could help yeah know that yeah. You know, she has the reach the power the understanding and she recognizes truth and she knows how to build something and so i know that if she engaged around body of nine that it would happen
0: well there's your goal meet (laughs) oprah
1: (laughs) well we've been working on getting ready for exactly that (laughs) there you go
0: there you go what do you do to keep yourself inspired every day and inspire others
1: i try to remember to connect with somebody personally every day because as a six sometimes i just get busy with the tasks yeah i have a two daughter who's always comes over and reminds me there's people out there mom you need to be with the people (laughs) so just knowing you know just being able to connect with at least one or two people a day, yeah. I, I love to identify somebody every day. That That's very fulfilling for me. If
0: you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be?
1: Keep your chest lifted and expanded. And don't let people walk all over you.
0: Well said. Lastly, Susan, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, your, your corner of the world, your tribe, your people, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? What would you say? What words of wisdom would you impart?
1: It's through relationship that we know ourselves that we become who we need to be that we live into the richness of our lives learning to engage with people to honor respect live authentically and be brave enough to make the changes in the world that need to be made it's really what life is all about this is a journey through to whatever who knows right so you've got one chance to live into your purpose and it goes by fast so get on it (laughs) (laughs)
0: Get on that train. Get on it. (laughs) Susan, thank you so very much for taking the time to be here today and share about your mission and your purpose in the world. And just for making the time to chat with me and share that with me. I appreciate you so very much. This conversation has been incredibly inspiring. I have thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. And I just want you to know I appreciate you so much. And I'm so grateful and honored and happy to have you as a member of the Empowerography community, Susan. <laughs>
1: thank you, Brad. It's been really fun. And you know, you're great at what you're doing. So keep doing
0: it. Thank you. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Susan Fisher. She is the CEO and co-founder of Body of Nine. Thank you so much, Susan. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day.
1: Thank you. You too.
0: Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca and follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.